is The Midnight Club, a podcast for Athenas and Clydesdales and the rest of us that, when we come in last, it's still coming in first. to the Midnight Club. I am Clinton Scott Timmerman, the first, joined once again by... Not Kelly. Not Kelly Tipple, the Tipplicious, the K-Tip. And Kelly, we are here at what's become one of my happy places now, which has been one of your happy places for most of your life. And at a moment of uh, elation and somberness here, but we are at uh, Roger Whitaker's Pizza Place. No. We are at, We're at Base Di- Camp Bar and Grill, and it is the it's the the love child of Lou Diamond Phillips and Roger Whitaker. They had a baby named Lou Whitaker, right? No. Who climbs? What did he climb? He climbed like he's climbed lots of things. Has he climbed the Empire State Building? Yes. Nice. No. Well, he should. But anyway, uh, Lou Whitaker, not Roger Whitaker, not to be confused with the. The, the contemporary pianist, I think he plays the flute, maybe the tuba, I don't know. It's something my parents are listening to with Mannheim Steamroller. But anywho, uh, we are here at the base of Mount Rainier on a gorgeous, sunny Labor Day weekend in the Seattle area. It, it didn't start out sunny, but it became sunny it for at did. least a little it got bit. got hot today. I'm very excited. But then uh, we set up shop, and I looked over, and lo and behold, I see all this equipment out there, and... There's nothing that this man loves more than a deal on outdoor equipment. And a deal, this is very true, but hey, at least it's not drugs, right? It's not like I'm like, hey, Kelly, I just can't help myself. I need to buy this blue meth, and it's a Labor Day sale. Is there blue meth? Is which that a thing? It is if you've seen Breaking Bad. Oh. I don't know in real life. But do they do that? Do they have like, you know, when you can buy mattresses for like half off on President's Day weekend, can you get can you get drugs? Like is a certain like, oh, this is a good weekend to get Coke. You wait for Labor Day weekend, half off on meth. President's Day weekend, it's half off on Coke. Like, you know, considering I've never done hard drugs and I've only smoked pot a handful of times But you've in my got life, street cred. You're the K-tip. I, <laughs> I don't know if I should be the one to, to ask, but I could ask around for you. It makes sense, you. though. If you get kind of a big inventory and, like, I need these drugs gone now, down the toilet. Or up my we, nose. We, we, right. We, yeah, that, that gets you nothing. <laughs> so, hey. That's when you make your flag day or flag day sale or Veterans Day sale. Support the a troops. Twofer? A little twofer, exactly. A little heroin, little meth. Right. No, I looked over, and even Kelly, you were telling me that you you rented your boots the yeah, last time. We were just talking about it on the drive here. So my parents have property, what, not even like 20 minutes away. And so this is kind of like the hub where we go when we come to camp, which we're camping this weekend on this beautiful Memorial Day weekend. We were talking about my dad and I climbed Rainier in 2014. He summited. I pussied out. And uh, I rented boots, and they tore my feet up. Well, which, you say you pussied out, but how close were you? Uh, a couple hundred feet. You're right there. <laughs> it's Guadalajara <laughs> Marathon, which you, I think it's the second episode on this. You go back and listen to it. You're, you're right. Like, you've accomplished things, yet just, you need to do that cherry on top. Just I quit at the one-yard line. But we, we have a special announcement. We uh, do. Because you're going to go back and reconquer your 
attempt on Mount Rainier that's going to overlap on a certain date. Mm -hmm. What's that date? That is uh, June 22nd. Uh, my great-grandparents, Pearl and Roscoe, what obnoxious names. Roscoe um, Pico trained yes, for those dudes and his hazard dog watchers. Cash. The dog went too? No. Oh, I was like... <laughs> Man. No, that's from the show. <laughs> oh, gotcha. um, anyways, my grandparents, my great grandparents, um, for their honeymoon, they climbed Mount Rainier. This was 1925, so women barely did such things. So it's kind of a big deal for and I my read the family. We should, yeah. we should post something on we it. We should. She climbed shit all she over. She was a the badass place. bitch. She was. You do keep pointing out, and it's true that like uh, the husband did go too, but it's almost like yeah, yeah, husband, husband. Check out this lady. Uh -huh. you, know, well, you know, it was abnormal for a woman to be a mountaineer back in the 20s. Yeah. Um, but I do give her husband, my great-grandfather, a lot of credit because a lot of men wouldn't want allow to do their wives to do such things. It was not prim and proper. It took away from the family. Plus, a lot of guys in their honeymoon aren't necessarily trying to summon no. a 14-er. Uh, and to, from every story I've been know. told, he was not exactly thrilled to be there. He was like, you know. Well, were they traditionalists? The Did he finally get his chance to, you know, uh, you know, uh, go below the swimsuit line so does i'm just a lot of like back then like you waited till marriage so i don't know like, if they fucked on the mountain clint not on the mountain i'm just saying if you, that's usually where like you, i don't know why don't you ask my dad if his grandparents fucked on the mountain not on the mountain i'm just saying if you skip a honeymoon when you finally have a chance to be romantic and it's and like honey like, let's go class we can't consummate this marriage so you uh, get to the top of the mountain well and i'm like you know what we can get married but we're doing it at the top of the mountain so we're now we decided to go on the same day to summit the same day just in 2013 or 2013 2023 because they got when did they uh summit this 1924 1925 but unless you want to wait a couple years we're going to just do it same day not the no, not in the yeah centennial. so the yeah. 98th anniversary 98th anniversary we're trying to go on that what's it a thursday it's a thursday we're so it's a thursday we're doing it in honor of you grandma pearl and grandpa roscoe and you were just telling me how you rented boots but it was really uncomfortable and you wish mm -hmm. you hadn't and, and then, here they were, here, here they at were, the sale. In, instead of $389, $20, they were demo, so they've been used power many times over the season, but they, I think they're from this year. Yeah. So I was able to get boots for both Kelly and I, $20 a piece. With the side of athlete's foot. So, right, yeah, exactly. We might want to try to put some antifungal mm -hmm. stuff in there. I uh, got a $55 smart wool t-shirt for $11.99. I got a black diamond hiking pole set, normally... 85. I've seen black diamond poles go for almost 200, but I got this for $18. Got some Smith ski goggles that are quite nice that I got for $37.50. So all in all, good times, good day. It's been a good day, and I've been sitting here holding our table. It is a busy day at Whitaker's. It's a beautiful weekend. Labor Day weekend. And it's a busy I, weekend I, I'm anyway. I'm here holding this very coveted table, and I see him walk by with... <laughs> <laughs> with a laundry basket. I'm like, what the fuck? It was all of his finds. So every uh, purchase comes with a laundry basket. So, it, no, no. They gave me that to take everything out to the car. I did get a complimentary mug because I spent above did you? $5. I got a Lou Reed Whitaker mug. Should we give it to my dad and tell him we thought about him? Yes. Okay. Anytime. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
He'll be like, he'll be very grateful, right? But you know what? Our podcast is not about finding deals at the base of Mount Rainier. It is about endurance sports. It is. Well, before we get to that, let me just say the thing that made me somber. So I get down and oh, shit. I know that there was a tribute concert in London and then oh, a tribute God, concert in L.A. Well, I got to explain again. it. No, it, but I saw this video of Taylor Hawkins, now the late Taylor Hawkins, his 16-year-old son playing drums for my hero with the Foo Fighters. And so, of course, you're watching this and you're trying to hold back tears and very, very Sad. touching. If there's anything don't I feel do drugs. like, don't do drugs. And if there's anything, well, people from Seattle, but I guess just music fans in general know, is people dying too too young and leaving their kids. Li- so yeah, too much of that. Mourn. So it's it's really tough. But uh, hopefully, hopefully his family and the Foo Fighters and everybody are recovering, and not just from a selfish standpoint, because I want to see the Foo Fighters again in concert. We saw them last. We did last year. This first concert at Climate uh, Pledge. It was, yeah. It's very lovely. But you're right, Kelly. This is a podcast about endurance sports, and that's what I try to do, Kelly. I endure. You endure. Endure You've been doing a lot of enduring this summer, Timmerman. While I've been knocked up and eating pepperoni, even though I'm a vegetarian. And as far as races are just enduring. And races. Oh well. Well, an enduring. I would say it was a car for a big part of the summer. And then I was trying, yeah. we both are trying to endure the heat. We're like, holy hell, I could barely go a mile in this, you know, 95 weather and 100% humidity. And then sure enough, when I get back to Seattle, oh, that heat and humidity did make a huge difference. I can go a lot farther. Um, but lately, um, actually, it is interesting. A lot of the triathlons here really are just late summer events that yeah. they have in the Seattle you gotta area. you got to be guaranteed not to have a, a rain out or just a total shit day. Which... I did rain some yesterday. Um, a few weeks ago, I did a sprint triathlon at a place called Lake Tai, right in Monroe, Washington, home of both the state penitentiary and the state fair. Every now and then, if you both see the somebody, same vibe. It, it, totally, yeah. You know, if you ever see somebody dressed all orange, you know, and they're on the uh, gravitron, maybe it's an escaped convict, but you know, just give them that moment till they find them, get a little gravitron in before they. They send it back in, which, by the way, I interviewed for a dental position there, and they did say every now and then someone does escape, but I guess they're idiotic. They they get caught within an hour, and somebody did say an inmate escaped, and all he did for two hours is is he thought he was going linearly, and he's just running circles around the prison. And I told him like, hey, it's like the Barkley marathon, right? Where the guy did a marathon, but never went within like a mile or two of the prison system there. So. Um, but yeah, so I did Lake Tai a few weeks and ago. And that was your jump off point because, yeah, we've been on the road for a few we months. We have been on the road. With the kids. And so we got back and you have an iron, full Ironman, Iron which Man, is Arizona. kind of a big deal because this is this full Ironman is the last Ironman that... Mike Riley, no relation to Rick Riley from uh, Sports Illustrated, uh, is he's the guy that like, you know, Clinton Timmerman, you are an Iron Man. He's, he's retiring, Iron and Man. he's the last. This is the last race he'll do. Yeah, and he'll... I have an idea. Mm-hmm. I'm usually fighting for DFL. I'm just trying to cross before that 17-hour uh, cutoff point. But then I realize, like, hey, there's a chance I could be the last person he ever says you are an Iron Man. You know, true, there's, true. there's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So part of me is like. If I struggle to get there and I look up and like, okay, it's 1630 or whatever, do I just kind of hang out 
And then wait, okay, 1658, 50, and then and then and then hit the shoot, and then although you pointed out they might switch him <laughs> right. Then. I mean, I, my guess is he's not hanging out from hour eight to hour seventeen. Now maybe he does, but I would email the race director and be like, look. Here's the deal. And you should be like, Iron Man means a lot to us. We got engaged in an Iron Man. I've done this many Iron Mans. I have the tattoo. I got, I'm legit. And I want to be the last person for him to. You know what would be funny is if I look around and there's a whole slew of us. I'm like, uh, what are you doing? And then all, Rock, paper, all of a sudden we start racing each other. You should hold hands. Down the chute. <laughs> and we just like punch each other. Oh, yeah, hold hands. There we go. We, yeah. We'll cross it all together. And then we all. Clint, can Bob, be the last. Bo, Jimmy, you are right. all Which, weird. <laughs> this is true. You're probably like, really, guys? It was that big a deal? We could have been drinking that much sooner, but you waited. All right. Um, actually, the Tour de France, I have seen it before where, let's say. It, it doesn't necessarily do anything their time, and they're going to finish a stage where some riders, they actually have held hands. They're kind of, kind of up high, so it's not like they're on a date, but you hold a high, and you go across the line at the same time. So it'll be like, oh, like this guy and this guy, they both, you know, finish the stage together. They come in first as kind of a way to do it, or I think that. But my guess is nobody's doing that in the last stage. No, no, no. You mean if it's like it's down to yeah. winning the whole? No, it's, hey, every man for himself. That's, you'll just push each other. That. They've never had a tie. I wonder what they would do. Anywho, we keep going off on we tangents. We do. So your first triathlon back in your Ironman training since we've been home from our epic was road lake trip tie. was Lake Tie. I signed up for the sprint. I, I, usually if, it, if there's a thing where it's like, oh, there's a sprint and an Olympic, I almost always do the Olympic. And then I did a sprint, and then it's like, I should have just done the Olympic. You kind of almost kind of feel like, am I, am I wussing out because all these other people are doing the Olympic? And here's what's really funny about that swim. You, you watched the swim, right? How long was I in the water for? Not long. Seven and a half minutes. So... You see everybody going the 0.9 miles for the Olympic. They're down and around. And then, like, oh, and these are your buoys. And on top of that, they did have a super sprint on top of that. Like, huh, okay. They just walk from one boat. That's what I want, yeah. You know, it's just you kind of nod at the lake and then turn around and go to transition. No, like, I got in the water and then, like, left, left, left. Like, I look at my watch. I'm getting out. Like, well, seven and a half minutes. Okay, here we go. Woo. And then got on the bike. And... It had been a while since I've been on a bike because we are in the car ride. And, the, you know, it's like they say, don't judge by the first three miles, you know, even if you're running. And, like, oh, man, this is sucking. And then, then it picked up. And then just, yeah, you know, having a good time out and back. And then uh, one loop around Lake Ton. And you kind of go uh, kind of up toward, well, Kind of towards a prison, but then you turn back around and cross the line. Bob's your uncle. Yeah, Betty, are fun. Betty and I were there waiting, happy yes. as can be. I was Betty really White, excited to see you and the dog. And uh, it is one thing that's nice about sprints. I mean, they're short, sweet. Yeah, we had the whole day. You, you go get about the what rest. What did we of end up day. doing that day? I don't even know. Not waiting for me to struggle across a finish line <laughs> at 1 a.m. like full True. Ironman competitions. So, <laughs> yeah. In fact, uh, when I was buying the the boots, there's a guy that saw the tattoo and asked me about Ironman and events, and he's thought about doing triathlons. Oh, and he's probably and like so because he also he probably wanted to know if I was a douche because I have a tattoo. Well, the, no, like, because you still have numbers on your calf from yesterday's triathlon. He was probably like, "Have you not washed your legs since oh, Ironman?" Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but even a, a friend of mine. I'm hoping maybe to get him on the show. He just did his first triathlon. It was a sprint out in Arkansas. Who? Uh, Brad Keener. So Brad Keener is a dentist in Arkansas. Went out. It was a 
triathlon for MS, I believe. And it was the kind of like, dude, I don't know how you do this. This was really tough. Um, but he ended up enjoying it. I was trying to encourage him to, to go again or even do a relay like we did in Florida. Um, so I told, told the guy that's selling the boots just now, I'm like, hey, just try a sprint. See what you think. Give it a shot. You know, maybe you like it. Maybe you don't. But you don't know until you give it a try. True. So, uh, but that was Lake Ty. All of it was a good start. And then a couple weekends later was the Lake Meridian Triathlon. I'd done that one before. Down in the beautiful uh, Maple Valley area. Maple Valley, Covington area. And uh, and honestly, this is It's a cool park. It's a good park. You know, like the, yeah, it, and honestly, it's a more difficult race than, than meets the eye. I don't know, for some reason, the swim... If you can never really have a fast swim, obviously you can have slow swims if you're going against current. It's in a lake, so it shouldn't be that big a deal. And that's where the 70.3 was, right? No, the 70.3 for Maple Valley? No, that's over at Lake Wilderness Park. Okay, just kidding. I'm pregnant. You are pregnant. Don't rely on me to tell No stories. worries. <laughs> but did Olympic there, and then I for like the first 16 miles, it's almost all uphill. I swear they send you uphill here, and then you get to the top, and they just... It's not until the very, very end, but then you get to like mile 16 or so, and then you, and then it gets real funny. You have a chance to just kind of haul ass back to the finish line. And then almost like every triathlon, I always get done with the bike, and you're kind of just ready to be done. Like, oh, yeah, the run, and here we go. Um, but... The, the path kind of just some nice rolling hills. It's not too bad. And uh, saw some people. I'm, I'm part of the Seattle Green Lake Triathlon group, but it's really tough to just coordinate your schedule when the events are or where they're located at. But I saw it a chance um, as people were, well, passing me usually like, hey, and then we kind of recognize each other or point to them or whatnot. Um, and that one, I, I, I didn't have to walk at all until mile three and a half. But then I still didn't do a whole hell of a lot of walk. Just a couple it of times. It was a good day for a triathlon. It was the because it was, was overcast. Perfect. It wasn't too hot. Yeah. So that's that's good for Clint because Clint good overheats. Good for Clint. And... And yeah. I got a prime spot because it was all a one-stop shop. So you have, like, you. I found, like, legit a picnic table. And I could see you come, go into the swim, come out of the swim. I could see you on your bike transition. I could see you coming into yeah, uh, everything's right run there. Yeah, and, right. and the uh, finish line. All right I looked there. out on parking because I got there. The, the race started at 7, and I got there at 5.30. So I was able to park you know front and center of course then you get ready you kind of you, know, you get the pre pre-game jitters pre-race jitters and then and then you have a bunch of time to kill so um hey i brought you a big mac or not big mac a egg mcmuffin that day you did too because you did it like ty i thought i did that day too no no, because I didn't even know you were coming down. I'm just going to, you know what? It's okay. You have no co-host anymore. But I did I'm see you coming out, it, and I was very happy you were there. pregnancy fart as I you, walk you, away. Because you texted, okay, there you go. Because he did say, do you need anything or whatnot? I don't think you, you, you don't, I was like, just bring your beautiful face. And he kind of gave me like a, a vomiting uh, gift <laughs> file, so. So clearly right, I've been really, really great at cheering on and crewing this summer. You have been, uh -huh. absolutely. I'm just, sometimes if I'm like, when I call you honey bunny or sing to you, <laughs> you don't seem to care for that as much. <laughs> um, so you finished strong there. And it was before they gave out awards, and that's always a plus when you're a midnight clubber. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. In fact, even yesterday, no, yesterday they didn't think they had started. Yeah. 
because our, our very first triathlon, you know, when most people have left <laughs> and they've done giving out the awards <laughs> and they're like, oh, we still have people coming. You guys, okay, here you go. Yep. Oh. That was a fun day. <laughs> um, and then yesterday was Bonnie Lake, which is actually technically on Lake Taps. Uh, it was a good course. What I liked about this here, parking, they went ahead, you, you transitions right by the field. They just go ahead and like, here's this baseball field. You get a park on the field. Oh, nice. So you, yeah, there, that's there's rare. two parking lots. And like, like everybody participated, had an opportunity to park right next to the transition. Oh, that's and lovely. That right there says a lot because friend of the show, Michael Villacarlos, he sometimes volunteers for Iron Man, but he'll do it just to, like, so something after he's Not done. Not out of the goodness of his heart? Or the beginning. No, just so he gets the parking so he can park nearby for his bike. Oh, my bike. God. And, um. So, uh, yeah, the parking was great. And then it's always the great debate for me. Do I wear the, the wetsuit or not? Because, yes, the buoyancy is great. But there was a pain in the ass to get off. It's not like I'm, you know, it's making that much of a, a difference. You know, I'm not trying to win the prize money or anything like that. Yeah. But sometimes lakes around here can be really, cold. really cold. Well, no, yesterday's the water temperature was um, 72 degrees or something like that. I still put on my short sleeve wet sleut, but when I got in, like, oh man, this is like bath water. This is really warm. Um, and then this one was a two-lapper. So it was a triangle. Uh, they had three buoys. There was a, so you do two triangles for the Olympic, one for the sprint. Um, so it's a little bit more. You just got to keep track of like where you're going and whatnot. And then this way, it wasn't nearly as hilly as the as um, Lake Meridian. They still had a couple of hills, but some nice downhills. But for the most part, you're out in some farmland. Uh, sure enough, some of the one of the locals went by and he gave me the bird. I flipped him off back. He started honking at other cars and other people. And it's like, okay, dude, this is a race that happens the same weekend, same Saturday, the same weekend every year. We're just in it, getting in your way. Here's the thing with Washington State. We always, like, are recognized as a blue state. We're always recognized as being, like, you know, kind of the sister to Portland, like, to Oregon, right? There's this pocket maybe the <laughs> from about us, Bellingham but... to south of Bellevue in Seattle. So this pocket <laughs> Actually, of the west. Outside of, like, four main counties, the rest of the yeah. state, they're like, screw Fuck you. you. I hate cyclists. I hate the, yeah. And I'm, I, I don't want your kind in my town. They have a lot of, like, look at all these ferries coming down from, like, the big city. Oh, like, yeah. Clink got so, called a faggot during Tippleman. I did. Yeah, was I didn't hear, but you stood up for me. And, and, and there's some lovely people from Eatonville. We've met them. They're here. You should have been like, why are you looking show. for a boyfriend? And whipped it out. You know, I didn't think. To, oh, I didn't hear them at the time. So, That's true. but I, yeah, and it's just like, okay, not only is that homophobic and uncomfortable and uncalled for, like it's just unnecessary. Come on. Remember, driver's ed. Bikes are part of the road too, but. Almost and are nobody. there douchey cyclists out there? Absolutely. But this is in the middle of a triathlon. Yeah, Things that's are the thing marked too. off. This is a literal like, event. It's, it's the one time where like we should be able to rule the road because it's it's literally supposed to be closed down for us and then let cars through. So I was I was shocked. I wasn't sure if that guy was going to get out of his car and say anything. Panama City Beach. There was a guy that. It looked like he was getting, pulling over to get out for me because, like, he shouted something at me and I shouted back something at him and he went to pull over. But guess who usually is the one closing the roads and directing traffic? Cops. Cops. So he got, he went to get out literally next to a cop. He looked at the cop, got back in, and rode off. I don't know if I was going to die that day, but, hey, I had the police behind me. Um, 
And it's Florida. You expect shit like that. Yeah, it's true. That was in Florida. <laughs> but honestly, with the warm water, it did start raining on the bike. What sucks about that, it does slow you down a bit for a few different reasons. you got to be cautious. Um, and then it just, you, you don't have that nice frictionless straightaway in the roadways or whatnot. Um, but let me tell you, when I got to the run, it was more misty. So here's the one about Washington. For the most part, it doesn't downpour here. You get just like light mist. Now, you might not see the sun for 60 days, but you can walk around and not get wet. And so it was that kind of light mist. And then they were just these nice, you go along the lake, lake taps, and then just kind of, again, these rolling hills through these neighborhoods. And it was a matter of, my goal My goal is to not have to walk at all on the run. And I accomplished that. Yeah, and it was Woo! an Olympic. And it was Olympic, so it was 6.2 miles. My average pace is like 12.30 uh, m when I'm training, when I'm like, hey, I'm going to go take a five-mile jog or whatever, my goal is to try to get between 10 to 11-minute miles. I'm okay even in, like, in the 11-minute mile area. Uh, but in a triathlon, I'm totally fine with like a 12.30. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, hell, on a full, if I could do that, I think that still would put me, what I usually do with my swim bike times, like about a 14-hour finish. I would 100% take that. Um, so, you know, of course, you know, when I, when I look at it, I was like, well, I was 10 out of 10 out of my age group. Uh, even if I competed as a Clydesdale, uh, I still would have, I wouldn't have had a podium finish. Not that I'm ever going for that, but again, here's the thing about endurance sports. I'm not competing against everyone else. I know technically, hey, you're looking at the people, but it's like, um, my goal is to always get 16 miles an hour on the bike. I was 16.9, again, it rained, and I didn't want to walk, I didn't walk. I was okay with my pace. My swim time was a little slower. I definitely need to swim a lot more. My rhomboid's a little more sore today than I had anticipated. That's because of Bree's class. We went, yes. to, we went to my boss's cycling class, and she kicked Clint's ass. I'll be man enough to admit this. But well, at the very end, it was I thought we were done. And it I was realized, hit cycling in arms. Yeah. That was the class. Oh, I, okay. See, when Kelly says, come to Bree's cycling class, I didn't look at the title of the class. Yeah. But I, I think this is a good idea. Here, Here's a little uh, uh, life hack, not life hack, endurance hack, or just a tip. Just a tip. Um, <laughs> if... Uh, so you get because a lot of times I'll train. And I'm like, well, okay. Aside from swimming, I'm really not getting enough upper body workout. I'm trying to hit, to hit the weights when I can, but sometimes when you're fitting in these multi-hour workouts, it's tough to then go. Oh, hey, I'm going to take more time out of my day, my week, and then go lift. Hit, you know, yeah. slap the weights around for a bit. So what happened? When we were done. At first, we started with 10 pound dumbbells, now high reps. But after a while, like, okay, I need to switch to five pound dumbbells. But she was doing like lateral raises, military, uh, essentially military dumbbell press, I guess you could say, um, lateral or uh, rows. Um, and the bicep curls, the right, kind of everything. Yeah. But honestly, to kind of finish the ride and then do some upper body strength, I thought it was a good balance. It's a nice and, touch. Yeah, and the next day I'm like, shit, I'm a little bit more sore and tender than I should be for for using 10 pounds. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely going a lot heavier than that a normal weight day. But also, obviously, if you're going more reps, you're going to go less weight. But that's doable. I mean, you get a circuit of five exercises and you do 30 to 50 reps each. Like yeah. Three times a week, you can do that in front of the TV, and then well, you're not taking a totally. Or what I'm thinking now, whatever. per the suggestion of Angie Jackson, uh, which hey, good luck next week. Uh, she's been on the show next weekend. Oh, next is her, week's uh, it. Her Iron Man. Iron Man Maryland. Oh my gosh. But she's the one that's like, hey, no matter if you're doing a, a swim or a bike, finish with a mile. And I've been trying to, even if I'm just yep, casual, just just do that mile. And I think it's making a big difference. But I'm like, well, what if I left? 
there's some lightweight dumbbells and you park the bike, you're done, or well, park the bike, do your mile, come back, and then... Just pick them up and go. And it, we well, didn't spend a whole hell of a lot of time with no. Bree, you know, it wasn't like, it's and like just, 10 just minutes. Throw, that, throw that in. Again, if you average that over the course of a week and look back on a year, I bet it's going to make a big difference. So, uh, but yeah, that was my day yesterday. Uh, my goal was to finish under three and a half hours. I was at three hours, 12 minutes. So my next goal should be, hey, break, you know, get under three hours. You know, I think that's a very good, good goal. I'm not signed up for, actually, I'm not signed up for anything else before Ironman Arizona. I was going to do, I was considering doing the Washington 70.3 again, just we've got other things going on in life. Um, I did ask Kelly, and a lot of times this can be fun and, and, and challenging in its own right, if she could push me, if we could do our own 70.3. Um, and I said yes. And she said yes. So I don't know if we go back to Silver Lake and we find something, but um, yeah. So I'm hoping to kind of fit in my own 70.3. And then I got to find, keep working out, but I need to find some more waypoints. Because I, even last year, I realized I, I didn't feel as prepared for Ironman Cozumel, but I was able to finish it. But, I mean, I got my ass, well, I used to get my ass kicked on all these races. But I got my ass kicked to Oceanside. Uh, I did better than I had anticipated for Washington 70.3. Got my ass kicked for Oceanside, which is the end of October. But doing that along with my training, I think, definitely prepared me for Cozumel. Yes, it rained a bunch, which made the swim faster, apparently, to where they took away Christian Blumfeld's. Uh, and the bike hell for anybody that wasn't in the top tier yeah, of that event. That, well, that's the thing, too. The first two laps were on those. We had the wind going with us. I'm like, oh, my God, this is a godsend. This is great. Then the thunder hit, and the rain came. So I was going against the wind, and then I've never had it where, like, one of my feet are always in the water. It was up above the crankshaft. <laughs> that was fun. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, trying to support the local races. Uh, won't be around. I know there's another one from Voodoo Racing that's also it's sold out, but I wasn't planning on doing it. But it's Lake Stevens. I did do that from before. You brought Lucy to the finish line. Rest in peace, Lucy. R.I.P. Loose Goose. But um, that's another good one too. So they, they. Oh, Lucy's a dog. Yes. We should probably clarify that. Not, not her child. Not, not, just not the our sister fur wife. Baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, which which we had to say goodbye to this last yeah, summer. Yeah, and she was old. It, it we was didn't just time. put her down to put her down. No, <laughs> it's not like no. Look, thank God at least that's illegal because you told me we've gone to animal shelters. And you're like, yeah, people will lie and say, oh, moving, and they can't take their pet, or I can't do you know, Like, they just dropped their pet off at the animal shelter. Or you've heard about animal adoption went up during COVID, and then there was a big drop of, of adoption, or people giving pets up for adoption as things open up. It's like, okay, come on. They become part of your family. Don't ever get a bunny for Easter falls under those lines like you know you get a bunny because then you well just like for a holiday or something so it's like fun (laughs) bunny for for easter dinner it becomes dinner by memorial day is what you're saying maybe (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but there there aren't a whole lot of it's not like there's a triathlon a weekend here oh gosh no and that's the thing and and for triathletes out there it's so easy to focus on the big goals and to focus on your training schedule of like you know your half iron man or your iron man but 
local races need support. They definitely need support. And, and honestly, it's, it's fun. I mean, even regardless, I'm talking about, oh, this is tough and that. Like, everyone, the volunteers, the unsung heroes are the volunteers. Absolutely. But I've had these last three races, everyone's been so great. The organizers have been awesome. The people you just get to talk to, transition, awesome. Like, and, and I don't know. I, I stew and worry a lot more be, you know, if it's a 70.3 or full than I do with these. And, and honestly, that's great. You can kind of just chillax a little bit more and just enjoy it for the sake of the sport. And you get to meet others in your own community that are into the same thing. And that's that's cool, too. Because it's hard to make friends when you're, an, when you're an adult. It is. You don't have the built-in social structure. No. So go out there. Support your local Go out there. Mingle. Mingle. Find others. Find a friend. Find a buddy. Make some love. Make, make some love. <laughs> Yes, 100%. <laughs> maybe not with those newfound strangers in or transition. Maybe, or if it's consensual, consensual do it. Port you know, potty. I wonder if I'll ever come across that in, in T1. Like, hey, good morning. Hey, do you have a bike pump? Do you, ooh, uh, here, let me. Let in the me, changing tent? I'm going to go over like, here. Whoa. No, I'm, if they're right there at the bike rack, that would be. <laughs> I wonder, would someone just ask them to leave? I don't know. You should try. See what happens. Okay. <laughs> So, when the next podcast is Kelly bailing me out of jail for indecent exposure, we'll know that it did not go well. <laughs> uh, anything else to add, Kelly? I know we were thinking of maybe talking about the the attempt at the 24-hour swim. You know, should we talk about that now, or should we make a whole separate episode? I think for we it? should make a separate episode because my bowels are filled with joy. Oh, and pepperoni okay. Pizza. Kind of, kind of like in, in scripture. Yes. We've always wondered why are these bowels filled with joy, but hey, well. Kelly, where can people find us? You know, before that, though, I do want to give a shout out to Angie Jackson again because uh, she's a huge inspiration. And she's always I, on Pathetic Triathletes. Yeah, she's a, a very cool lady. We were fortunate enough to interview her, and I hope to do so again after she kicks some ass in Maryland. Me too. And I'm stoked to follow her along. She is an awesome person. Yes. Uh, everything she posts, both on Mimi her personal too. page and, yeah. Hey, what's yeah. that? Isn't Mimi of Two? Me, uh, Mimi of Two, yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. So. So check her out. Follow her. Angie, next, we still love you. Yeah, yeah. And you so, can find us on My Midnight Club on Facebook. Yes. My Midnight Club and Instagram. Yes. Uh, suppose I'm I'm actually running the My Midnight Club Instagram page. You're supposed to be running thick athletes. Have you put all those nice fatty pictures of me? Oh, no, you, you know I'll do a photo dump before we okay, leave. Okay, photo dump coming on thick athletes. How do you spell it? T H I C K. Is it? Oh, you didn't do the C C no. or whatever. The thick, <laughs> I should have, but I thick didn't. Thick athletes. Yeah, look for thick athletes. Um, of course, I'm Clinton Timmerman on Instagram or Clinton Scott Timmerman on Facebook. You can't find me. You can't find Kelly, although you can. Uh, you can't find her anywhere. And uh, you can also email us. I am Clinton at mymidnightclub.com. Kelly is not Kelly at midnightclub.com. She shrugged. Obviously, she checks her email all the time. Actually, I think it filters to me. Someone write <laughs> Kelly. Marisa, <laughs> right, Kelly? Just, just make sure the Seems system's work. working. Um, but yeah, everyone, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this, tell your friends. Maybe even rate us. Um, if you didn't enjoy it, that's okay. Just go listen. Go fuck off. That too. <laughs> go fuck yourself on, and listen to Stuff You Should Know or something else. So Go, look at, go watch The Funny Runner. The, oh, jeez. Yes, go watch that. <laughs> that's your 
punishment. Um, all right. Well, till for next Kelly time, before Christine we get Schiphol. banned from all of our community, <laughs> have a fantastic rest of your day. I'm Clinton Scott Timmerman. Rock on. Peace out, y'all. Later. Later.